Connection Written by Apple Seeds Read by Literarian Gorilla Scale 86 and The Lord of La Mancha Chapter 5 Self-Comfort Summary Both Aziraphale and Crowley have had a bad day, but Aziraphale has read about something that might help. As the lockdown went on, Aziraphale and Crowley continued to meet regularly on Zoom, getting to know each other better and even attending one of those virtual wine-tasting events Aziraphale had found together. They didn't attempt any more escape rooms, though. Are we dating? This seriously feels like dating. Aziraphale seemed to like him. Actually, Aziraphale seemed to like him a lot, and when they talked about people they missed being able to see, it had been clear that there was no significant other in the picture. Aziraphale had also shared that he'd been keeping in touch with his friends via Zoom, so it wasn't like he was talking to Crowley just because he was desperate for someone to talk to, right? Although, when Crowley had been the only one to attend his reading group and Aziraphale had asked him to stay, it had seemed like he might have been a bit lonely. Maybe Aziraphale just enjoyed the novelty, getting to know someone new, rather than trying to have a conversation with someone you'd known a long time when nothing was actually happening in either of your lives. But it did feel like dating. Although it couldn't actually be dating if neither of them had ever used the word date, could it? All of the non-verbal signals that might have helped Crowley to demonstrate his feelings were much harder, if not impossible, to accomplish via Zoom. But Aziraphale must know how Crowley felt about him, right? Crowley had seen for himself the way he looked at Aziraphale every time his eyes drifted over to his own image on the screen. It was unnerving. Sometimes he even considered sticking a post-it over his face. His face on the screen, that is. Maybe they were dating. Crowley really couldn't be sure, although he should probably try to find out at some point. The longer whatever this was went on, the more and more smitten he was becoming. The next time he was due to talk to Aziraphale on Zoom, Crowley had already got changed for bed. It had been a hell of a day and he was exhausted. Despite the temptation, since he thought he looked pretty good in them, he didn't wear his black silk pyjamas. That probably would have been inappropriate. He hoped Aziraphale wouldn't take any offence to him wearing his old Queen t-shirt, though and Aziraphale wouldn't be able to see anything lower than that. They knew each other well enough now for Crowley to get away with being more casual. He wondered whether Aziraphale would ever feel the same way. He was always dressed very formally, often wearing that mind-bogglingly alluring bow tie that he tended to wear for the children's literature classes. 
Crowley settled himself on the bed, stretched his arms above his head, and cracked his back. He positioned the laptop on the bed beside him, sitting with his legs crossed underneath him, the screen tilted up to get his face in the frame. Then he clicked the link to join the meeting. Hey, Aziraphale. Crowley sounded wary, but that was hardly surprising. Aziraphale gave him a fond smile that reached all the way to his captivating blue eyes. Hello, Crowley. Aziraphale leaned closer to the camera, squinting a little. What do you have on your t-shirt? Is that a reference to some form of bebop? I'm going to ignore that because I know you're winding me up. Crowley said flatly, secretly enjoying Aziraphale's attempt to provoke a reaction from him. How are you doing? Oh, you know. You? Yeah, that. Actually, do you mind if I lie down? It's been one of those days. Of course I don't mind. Aziraphale replied softly, and Crowley smiled gratefully before rearranging himself and the laptop, lying down on his side with his head on the pillow, his duvet pulled up to his waist, just peeking into the camera frame. Have you got under the covers? Apparently, Aziraphale spotted it. Yeah, is that okay? Yes, of course. Crowley snuggled into his pillow a bit and smiled sleepily at the screen. It's almost like we're in bed together. Aziraphale had observed nonchalantly, as though it were nothing of consequence. Crowley's heart felt like it had been jump-started and his breath caught in his chest as an image of Aziraphale lying beside him materialized in his mind. Did he actually just say that? Yeah, Crowley managed weakly in response. Does he mean anything by it, or is it just an observation? So what happened? Why have you had such a bad day? Warlock, Crowley growled. Oh dear, what did he do? Crowley rolled onto his back and pressed the heels of his hands to his eyes. It involved fire. And sharp objects. I don't want to think about it anymore. He grumbled before sighing and turning back to Aziraphale, who was looking at him sympathetically with an adorable little pout, his bottom lip jutting out enticingly. Oh God, I really want to kiss him. Are you both? We're fine. Everything's fine. Well, it is now. I just want to forget it happened. I'm sorry you've had such a bad day. We don't have to do this right now if you don't want to, Crowley. I'll understand if you prefer to rest. No, please. I really want to talk to you. You'll take my mind of it. Aziraphale smiled sweetly at him. That would be my pleasure. I wish I was there with you so I could look at you properly and help you feel better. Oh, wow. Crowley's mind went blank for a moment. Um, yeah, that's 
That would be nice. When Aziraphale just smiled at him and didn't actually say anything, Crowley's brain scrambled around trying to think of something to say to continue the conversation, seeking liberation from the awkward silence that had settled between them. What about you? How was your day? Uneventful. Aziraphale sighed. On this occasion, I seriously envy you. Yes, I can understand that. Aziraphale sounded despondent, and Crowley shuffled closer to the laptop, the sadness in Aziraphale's eyes making his heart ache. You okay? I'm all right. I just haven't been feeling very well today. Mentally, I mean. Crowley appreciated the specification. I've been a bit up and down since the lockdown began, just like everyone has, I suppose. It all just seems to have got on top of me today. I'm really sorry, Aziraphale. Anything I can do to help? Oh, you do. You always help tremendously. It's just I've been feeling a little trapped, like life is passing by and I'm merely an observer of it. The threads instead not a web at all, but fine winding fibres torn from a shattered shell. Pretty ropes to bind myself in hell as I surrender the sky to fall. Oh God, he's reciting poetry to me. Crowley's lips parted and he forgot how to breathe for a few seconds. He swallowed roughly. The intensity of the effect Aziraphale's voice had on him seemed only to be amplified with time. Wow, that's beautiful. I mean, it's kind of depressing, but it's beautiful. Who wrote that? I did. Today, actually. Did you like it? Fuck, he's reciting his own poetry to me. Okay, keep breathing. Just keep breathing. Um, yeah. Didn't realize you wrote poetry. Well, there's only so much baking one can do. Right, yeah, course. Say something else, you idiot. It's really beautiful. You really think so? Yeah, absolutely. Will you email me the whole thing? so that I can reply to you with something that, God willing, might actually be marginally articulate. You'd really like to read it? Of course I would. Might need you to explain it to me, though. Well, it's about the lockdown. Feeling as though I've taken a step backwards with my life, using insect metamorphosis as a metaphor. You're so clever. Aziraphale's cheeks flushed. Thank you. So that's how you're feeling right now? Like you're going backwards? I had plans for things I wanted to do. It's difficult to have one's freedom so substantially curtailed. Crowley then wished even more that Haziraphel could actually be there with him, but now more so that he could be the one to offer comfort. He hated to see Aziraphale struggling and wanted nothing more than to be able to give him a hug. Crowley missed hugs. It was hardly as though Warlock was going to hug him. He was far too... 
whatever word kids these days were using for cool. Yeah, I know. Crowley sighed, at a loss for anything more helpful to say. What do you miss the most? Honestly, I just miss being anywhere that isn't here. Crowley mumbled, but tried to inject some humor into his voice to lighten the mood. I miss bakeries. I miss garden centers. I miss sushi. Really? Crowley scrunched his nose up and grimaced. Sushi is nice. If you say so. Crowley grinned, relieved to see that Aziraphale was smiling too. He then decided to vocalize what he'd just been thinking. What I really miss is hugging people. I could really do with a hug right now. Aziraphale let out a long breath and looked sadly into the camera. Aziraphale making direct eye contact with him made Crowley's stomach flop over a few times. Yes, I miss that too. If I were with you, I would give you a hug. Crowley huffed out a small, breathless laugh. <laughs> Thanks. I'd like to hug you too. Maybe you should try hugging yourself? What? Crowley asked flatly. Don't look at me like I've gone completely mad. I hope you've still got a long way to go on that particular road as this lockdown progresses. I read an article about it on the internet. It's a form of self-comfort. Apparently it generates some of the same physiological benefits as being hugged by someone else. People are being advised to hug themselves to help to cope with the current situation. People are being advised to hug themselves. That is quite possibly the most depressing, dystopian thing I've heard since this began. You haven't heard about the cannibal rats, then? I'm going to go out on a limb and say I don't want to hear about that. Hmm. Yes, that's probably wise. So, are you going to do it? Do what? Hug yourself. Yeah, maybe... Aziraphale nodded encouragingly, and Crowley laughed. <laughs> you want me to do it right now? You might as well try it. Crowley rubbed his forehead, hopefully concealing his fond grin by bringing his hand up to his face. <laughs> you are ridiculous. That made Aziraphale laugh, and Crowley's heart fluttered in response. Fuck, this whole thing was ridiculous. Fine, yes, I'll do it. Crowley wriggled around a bit on the bed and crossed his arms across his chest, lifting his shoulder a little to slide his hand underneath it. He closed his eyes and gave himself a quick squeeze. It was completely absurd. Well? Aziraphale prompted. It feels weird. Why don't you try imagining that it's me holding you? Aziraphale's voice was so soft and low that it made Crowley shiver, his whole body prickling with goosebumps. 
Crowley's eyes flashed open and he looked into the screen, finding Aziraphale looking at him with wide, imploring eyes. Kay, Crowley whispered, inhaling deeply and closing his eyes again, his mind racing. Was that... Is he flirting with me? He wants me to imagine him holding me. Holy shit. Better? Okay, 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 okay. If he's flirting with me, I need to make sure he knows I'm into it. Mmm, much better. Wonderful. Even with his eyes closed, Crowley could hear the smile in Aziraphale's voice. Aziraphale had taken a step, and now it was his turn, so he decided to take things a little further. With his arms still wrapped around himself, Crowley began lightly scratching his nails over his shoulder, then swept his hand up and down his side a few times, his eyes locked on Aziraphale's image on the screen. Aziraphale licked his lips and then parted them, his eyes roaming across one half of the screen. He's watching me. Crowley stilled his hand and snuggled into his pillow, smiling at Aziraphale. Please don't stop, Aziraphale said hurriedly, his cheeks flushing. I mean, I'd really like you to keep doing that. Please. Aziraphale sounded as breathless as Crowley felt, his heart picking up its rhythm and the warm thrum of arousal beginning to build in his gut. Crowley continued stroking his hand up and down his side over the fabric of his T-shirt. So, if you were here, you would do this for me? He murmured softly. Aziraphale nodded, still watching him, enraptured. Crowley let his hand trail all the way down his side, hooking his fingers underneath his T-shirt so that it rode up where he dragged his fingers back up, bearing his stomach. Aziraphale audibly gasped. Okay. Yes. Yes, perfect. Aziraphale panted, licking his lips. Oh, fuck, this is hot. Oh. You look incredible. Aziraphale breathed. Thank you. Is there anything you'd like me to do? Aziraphale asked haltingly, an imploring look in his eyes. Could you... um... Crowley swallowed thickly. Tell me. Aziraphale whispered, gently encouraging him. Could you... Take your bow tie off. Oh. Aziraphale touched his hand to his throat. Of course. Aziraphale kept his eyes on Crowley as he very carefully undid the knot and slipped his bow tie free from under his collar. He folded it, literally took hold of it in his hands and neatly folded it, and placed it down beside him, 
before reaching up to undo the top button of his shirt. Yes, please don't stop. All right. Aziraphale's words brought Crowley's attention back to the fact he'd been staring. Yeah, you look amazing. Aziraphale released a shuddering breath, inhaled deeply, and then sighed, his features tightening as his expression morphed into one of uncertainty and tension. What are we doing? I don't know. Crowley admitted, the burning fire of his arousal subsiding to distant glowing embers. Honestly, I've wanted to ask you out so many times, but it's literally illegal for us to go anywhere together. For now. Yes, for now. Crowley agreed with a sad smile. So, if I asked you out, when it's legal, I mean, would you say yes? Of course, of course I would say yes. Our Zoom calls are the highlight of my days, and I know perhaps that doesn't sound like much given the circumstances, but Crowley, getting to know you has been so wonderful. I feel so privileged to have had that opportunity. I don't think I've told you enough how amazing I think you are. Aziraphale pressed a hand to his heart, and Crowley experienced a desperate urge to reach out for him, some deep-seated instinct apparently not connected to the part of his brain that realized it was impossible. So, do you want to... Crowley asked, still struggling to say the actual words. I mean, um, are we... Dating? Yes. Well, I'd like to be. I'd like that too. I really do wish I could hug you. So do I. With a small, sad smile, Aziraphale wrapped his arms around himself. Crowley squeezed his eyes closed, needing a second to try to quash the ache building inside him. He'd been getting by day to day recently by trying not to think about it, not really think about it, the dystopian reality of it literally being illegal to hug someone you cared about. Now it was threatening to overwhelm him. Crowley sucked in a deep breath and opened his eyes, and watched as Aziraphale ran a hand through his hair and then stroked it up and down his arm. Will you do this for me, Crowley? Aziraphale asked gently, and Crowley mirrored his actions, carding his hair between his fingers and then sweeping his hand down along the length of his neck and his arms. Thank you. You look stunning. Aziraphale smiled. His expression seemed to suggest he was looking at something he actually found awe-inspiring, the intensity with which he was watching Crowley stoking the fire in his abdomen once again. Thank you. So do you, he whispered. Close your eyes now, Crowley. Imagine that it's me touching you. I'm right here. I'm right here beside you. <laughs> 